In the quiet town of Lickensadickin, a new terror spreads through the streets claiming the youth. One by one, as each listens, they fall prey to the horrors of the giant-sized team-up network. Oh my god, Billy impaled his head on an industrial drill. He was listening to breaking the panel. He was bored out of his mind. Becky and Lisa were innocent Catholic schoolgirls until they listened to the Blazing Defender Report and FTH Beyond. Now they're both knocked up and nymphos unable to go a day without Bukagi. Little Jimmy heard toy power and just wouldn't stop eating handfuls of Legos. When he died, he shit a completed Lego Death Star. You see, Charles McFall started a podcast network 20 years ago, but it was deleted off the internet for causing too many deaths. Now it's back and it's worse than ever. Jerry heard one minute of geek verses and then broke the mirror in his room. He peeled strips of flesh off of himself and turned them around and stapled them back on, while he screamed that he wasn't original enough. Kelly listened to the Pokemon Go podcast and went to the zoo. She threw herself into the gorilla enclosure. Luckily, they shot that gorilla before I could gobble her up. Don't talk about the shows. Don't go to www.giantsizeteamup.com. And whatever you do, don't listen to them. These days, the comic book owns pop culture. You'll find it all in the panel of your favorite comic book. Us, we're living the comic's life. We're breaking the panel. Welcome to Breaking the Panel. We're going to talk about everything awesome and also have Hammond on as a guest. I'm the Rock God of Podcast. It's Charles McFall. I cannot believe you threw the first shot. Game on, bro. That set the tone. Game on. You brought all the stupid dad jokes last time, so I'm not scared. I ain't okay. scared. Okay, Charlie's unicorn. <laughs> I am not scared. Unicorns are in vogue right now, man. You're just making me more popular with the teenage crowd. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so the man riding shotgun, Paul Klotz. Hi, everybody. And the man always bringing up the rear, Philip Keaton. Hi, thanks for having me back. I have a couple things to go over real quick about and last week's episode. You. Nope, here we go. Hey, man, how have you been doing, man? It's good to have you back. <laughs> oh my god the video on uh patreon is gonna be lit, lit. Um, i i am good i'm excited to be back i'm glad you guys uh see fit to bring me on your show once in a while and drop me across the stage i enjoy it we have fun man we, we're glad to have you back now phil i do know you have actually whether you you direct message me as soon as you heard it in the show is like the one week the one week you're not on the show Paul brings up Great British Bake Off, and we talk about it for like ten minutes. Oh no, I I uh, I lit both your asses up in the Patreon. <laughs> read this week. Um, really, we're going to talk about Batman's cock for twenty minutes. <laughs> Is that how slow the fucking news was that we're talking about that? Dude? It was it was good conversation. <laughs> hey man, but, how- look, if we can't have you, we have to have some kind of wiener on the show. Sure. Oh, talk about dad jokes, Charles. <laughs> <laughs> but wait. But how good was your sponge? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's it, nice. it was a good it was nice. a good bake. It was a good bake. <laughs> it's a great yeah. We helped each other no out. No soggy bottoms, <laughs> you know. Uh, uh, yeah, we, we didn't let it prove too long. Bots finished first. So you came over to help me finish. It was awesome. Yep. yep. Damn, that last episode sucked. <laughs> oh man! If only everybody showed up every week. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, you're right. You're right. What was the consensus on the bat dick? 
uh, uh, just to sell magazines because Batman yeah. really has trouble, you know, <laughs> making his numbers every week. Yeah. I mean, we can't figure it out. So that I, I mean, it was the faintest outline of a dick. So, but we was, analyzed it for a solid five minutes. You're not traumatized. It is not, not the faintest outline of a dick. You guys spent more time on that dick than we have all together on Movie Pass News. <laughs> Don't summon that. <laughs> what? Who <laughs> oh, called the Movie Pass? I've not heard shit from them in a good month. So I'd like to keep it that way. Uh, Oh, sorry, I couldn't make last episode. Work really uh, had me tied up. Uh, it's good. To oh, have you back. We were sorry too, and I'm sure all the listeners at home were also very sorry. <laughs> yeah, they were. You work at like a bondage parlor? Uh, <laughs> That's not far from the truth. <laughs> man. Oh, man. So the uh, one thing that's got you fired up this week, Phil, is the the Spider Verse cartoon for kids. Oh, oh is, it, is it for children? Is it really for kids? It's oh, not for no, children. No, no, it's no, not I for say children. I'm being that dick that's like, cartoons are for kids. It's for fucking, it's for adults who actually like good cinema and yeah. good storytelling. Yeah. And, you know, um, good characters. Were, was not abused by their Uncle Ben at a, such a young age. Oh, like, fuck Uncle Ben. Fucking yeah, who, look at who, anything spider. Who don't have a problem with black people. Who White males race. need to sit down and shut up, man. Fuck that shit. Uh, who, you know, d- who don't have an issue with arachnids that bite people and turn them into super, super dudes. So this week, the uh, first official second trailer dropped for uh, <laughs> the Spider-Verse movie. Second official first trailer? It's the first second trailer. I mean, they might do different cuts of the second trailer, but this is the first one that came to my desk about 10 minutes ago. So uh, it looks pretty great. And the animation on it, kind of threw me for a loop for a little bit um uh yeah that's a pretty common reaction a lot of people find the the animation a little bit jarring but i think it's one of those things you'll get used to i didn't think it was too jarring i just um it it really stuck out at me the the first time i watched it through but like batman's penis (laughs) just like batman's penis (laughs) um but i'm i'm pretty excited um the fact that they're pulling from all different spider verses including spider ham makes me very very happy and spider gwen looks she looks so good so uh they have my monies i mean that for me the big thing was this revealed a lot of the people who are working on the project uh you've got i always mispronounce his first name but John? No, Mr. Ali, who played Cottonmouth on Luke Cage Season 1. He is in the show as Miles' uncle, Aaron Davis, uh, who's also the Prowler. Uh, We have Liv Schreiber, who's playing Fisk. Uh, Lily Tomlin is doing May Parker. Uh, Just all kinds of people. That's that's some behind-the-scenes stuff. But the big reveal here was uh, the voice of Spider-Ham is John Mulaney. It would have been better if he had been John Hamm. (laughs) that would have been the obvious like go-to uh nick cage as as spider-man noir uh kamiko glenn of um orange is the new black fame is doing penny parker the the diva clone of the spider universe for you overwatch players uh she is a japanese middle schooler who pilots a mech suit called the spa slash slash 
Der, um, which is partially powered by a psychic radioactive spider. Long story short, I, well, the other cool thing too is they do reference Sam Raimi's Spider-Man trilogy as well. So it's basically, they're really embracing the whole multiverse idea here. Uh, we're going to get all kinds of, of weirdness. Fuck Sam Raimi. What? Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Mm. Kill your tits, old man. I, you might, have a, kill I your might have a problem with the third one, but I don't have a problem with Raimi. Raimi's done nothing but poop out golden nuggets of cult fandom gold. You know, cult is another word for people who didn't watch that shit. Didn't like okay. it. Every, every, every Easter weekend, I watch Evil Dead 1 and 2, and every Ash Wednesday, I watch Army of Darkness. Okay. Thank you, homeless dude who's a crack addict. No, no. Wow. No, sure. I, I, I did not, from the get-go, I did not like those Spider-Man movies. I thought they were tropey as shit. I thought they were poorly done. Oh, Charles, we know you don't like I, Spider-Man. Like, we, we get yeah. it. No, I like the new kid. We'll talk about Batman's penis. We'll talk about Spider-Man over here. Let's talk about Punisher, a generic veteran who shoots everything. Not everything. He misses sometimes. <laughs> I said he shoots everything. So sometimes it's the bad guys. Sometimes it's the bad guys decorating. I mean, Are you really not on board with anything that Raimi has done? No, no, no. I, I'm being a little bit. I do like Evil Dead, uh, but Dark Man. Uh, yeah, I like Dark Man number one. Darkness? But see, Raimi tends to just a ground man. He just how about the gift? How about the gift? He proved to me that he could make uh, Keanu Reeves an actor in the right. Gift. The gift was good. But if there was gift two and gift three, it'd been more of the same. That's what he does. He he, he can do one great cool thing, and then he just beats it into a ground. And I think he's over over celebrated, honestly. I mean, look at look at Evil Dead on uh, on Stars. It's, you mean seasons one through three that I own on Blu-ray and watch? Yeah, the second season was just like bleh, more of the same. I just I don't know. It's just, I guess my opinions, and they can be wrong. <laughs> you know. We're going to get into something later on about all this, but I'll let y'all continue. Carry I on. just, I'm sorry. Like Alfred Melinda just encapsulates the doc Ock that I read, you know, in, in the books. I mean, he did such a good job and I, he's a wonderful actor, but you also need some direction to play that. And I just, I think Sammy, Sammy is what I'm calling Sam Raimi now is, uh, is, is a wonderful <laughs> director. So, and I agree. Okay. Part three, the only good part in part three is when fucking emo Spider-Man's walking down the street, throwing guns at everybody, everything else you just throw out the window is trash. But I, I will say that the uh, great and powerful Oz was not great, <laughs> but it was powerful. <laughs> <laughs> is that what we're going to do there? Okay. So back to Spider-Verse. <laughs> It looks cool. Oh uh, so you you hit the number one Spider-Man. I want to see Spider Noir, because uh, I haven't seen the newest trailer. I saw the first trailer. Oh, you mean the the almost Punisher Spider-Man? Cool. The the only Spider-Man who uses you know guns. What? You only jump my shit because of what's going on later. You used to back me up on Punisher. We used to beat up on Phil. Now it's beat up on Charles. No, I have always <laughs> been against. I've always been against Punisher, though. So I did really like the wind blows. I did Can really I like the about? Netflix show. Can I yeah. say something about The Punisher on Netflix? Mm-hmm. Have any of you guys seen 28 Days Later lately? Not, Not lately, no. Okay, are you familiar with the last act where uh, he's running around and he ends up sticking his eyeballs in the guy's face and sure. you're playing that music cue? Yeah. Okay, that section in The Punisher, spoiler alert, 
was almost a note for note ripoff of that song and beat for beat remake of uh, when the Punisher attacked the dude and, uh, and shoved his thumbs in his eyes. Mm. I've never that. seen the Punisher. Sorry. Yeah. I'm, I'm so, actually, I'm pretty scared to watch it because what I've been told is that my attitude towards the Punisher would change because of the Netflix series. And I'm already stuck in my ways that I don't want to take that chance. <laughs> Y'all call me the old fucker. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> so we the shit out of this. We're going to talk about something else that Charles well, hates. I want to no, ask. I want to ask about the. Did we see Silk? In uh, no, not yet. The trailers. Mm. Okay. So, because I, I haven't seen the new trailer, I did. I, I, I don't know if I'll go watch it, but I was curious. Cause no, I would. I imagine it's a possibility. You know, well, they all are. I mean, it seems like they're hitting most of them. So if you're going to hit most of them, you're probably going to hit all of them. My, my favorite is 2099. I hope that's in there. I love 2099. Do I we know what this is? Almost as much as I love Scarlet Spider. <laughs> no, I really like it's a Brian Ibbett meme, but I, I unabashedly love Scarlet Spider. I'm playing the PlayStation 4 game right now, which we'll talk about more later, as Scarlet Spider at all times. Like, I've unlocked other costumes, but. I'm good. I've got the costume. I like, I like here, but... the design for it. I just didn't like the story. I rode the Ben Riley story in real time, and I got so, so did I. I got so irritated. Yeah, the Clone Saga. I, I talk about this all the time. The Clone Saga was really jarring at the time because I was reading actively at the time as well. Uh, but ultimately, in the end, I think it. I like what came out of it. It's just at the time it was so jarring. We're used to that kind of stuff nowadays, though, I feel. I feel like you, you can just scramble any major property like that, and people are like, yeah, okay, you do that all the time. We're used to it. But in the late 90s, it felt a little different. Yep, just like when they brought in Azrael for uh, Batman. Yep. Yeah, that was a little Did, did Azrael have a penis? Did <laughs> <laughs> he ever? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, he might not have, being that religious zealot and... I forget the details they, they put in there for that. Do we know what this Spider-Verse movie is going to be rated? Is this going to be PG? It's, yeah, it's family friendly, but it's... It I'm definitely PG-13. It's definitely not for kitty kids, you know? Sure. Um, I don't know. If, it's, if this is PG, I think this is going to take off really well and probably have a couple films connected to this, maybe in the near future. You know, related. Sorry, go ahead, Paul. No, I was going to say, as long as it is PG, I think I think Phil's right. Yep. Go ahead, Charles. I was going to say, on a similar note, interestingly enough, at first I was pissed, and then I saw that I probably have to buy it, but uh, Fox is talking about doing a PG-13 Deadpool 2 release. And I'm like, what the fuck would you do? They're like, money. That's in the notes for later. We'll talk about that. Uh, that's in the second half of the show. Is it? So yep. it. Oh, yep. I see. Okay, it's tagged on with the other thing. Okay, yeah, that's Hammond's topic. So, guys, we'll talk sorry about, about that. No, no you're all fine. Right. Yeah, so, I, we're gonna go to where other people tell you what to fucking think, and you just suck it up like sheep. Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> is pissing all over Venom. So we're we're recording on the third of October right now, and that means that Venom officially comes out in most areas in North America tomorrow, uh, Thursday, the fourth. Uh, and it will go wide on Friday. It should be out pretty much everywhere. And the early reviews are in. <laughs> and they're probably not good. It didn't look like a great film, to be honest. Well, right. And so here's the conversation that Phil and I have been having for the last week or two. We kept talking to each other about the fact that they had the review embargo up until 
like right before the film came out. And I am, I, I always say to people like, when was the last time you saw a movie that had the review embargo right up to the release date? That was good. And I, I have the answer for you. It never, (laughs) it has never happened. Dark, dark tower. Right. That was, (laughs) is that a good movie? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I haven't seen it yet. I will try to check it out this weekend. Um, despite the fact that it's not getting great reviews just because I love the property and I want to give it a chance. I love Tom Hardy, but it has got a currently got a 28% on, uh, Rotten Tomatoes. That is from official reviews and, uh, 91% of users want to see it. So this might be one of those weird, uh, low on the, you know, the certification certified side and high on the fan side who knows but well i mean i always tell people well okay i always whenever i'm challenged i'll say you know i, I separate my films right just because i enjoyed something like three thousand miles of graceland i'm not going to say it's a great film you mm-hmm. know i enjoyed it and it's a great i saw this trailer I, I dug it it's really yeah, stupid it's but i dug it no i love uh, it chihuahua in a, a sweater vest you can't go wrong Um, (laughs) uh, but venom i mean by no means is this going to be highbrow top end marvel fair what this is going to be is fox right so they're going to kind of skate not fox it's sony is it sony okay well sony's worse spider-man related so you're right you're right i get my my company's wrong but and they use um, the same uh spider-man uses the same font as the playstation font Oh, is it the actual logo of PlayStation? Does it? Okay. Uh, that's all right. That's subtle, Sony. Thank you. Uh, but it looks enjoy. It looks like a, a comic book, almost monster movie. It's not a monster movie, but almost monster movie. And that's what I'm going to go for. I'm going to go for Venom being fucked up. And let's see what he does to Carnage. And I hope it doesn't suck. That's how I'm going into it. Oh, I, boy. I, I, take it away, Paul. I was going to say, I can jive with that because I defended The Predator a couple of weeks ago for the same reason. It's not a great movie. I'm not going to say it is, but I enjoyed it and I had fun. And I think uh, if if that's what the franchise embraces, you know, the, if that's the direction they're going to go and people become accustomed to that and expect it, it could do all right. Uh, same thing could happen here. This movie could be passable. Uh, I don't expect critical reviews to be strong for a venom movie i don't think i I don't if they made a masterpiece i don't know if critic reviews would be very strong you know what i mean like yeah it's 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 a difficult concept for the non-comic fan who's familiar with venom and everything that that entails to kind of grasp you know that he's told if they told a dr jekyll and mr hyde kind of story with him that'd be fun buy it Mm -hmm. yeah but they don't yeah I yeah. also think if they uh, if they leaned into Carnage, which they didn't, to my knowledge in this film, they have a, a different symbiote. Um, that is, I thought we confirmed Carnage and Cassius Clay is the. No, character. no, we no. confirmed the opposite. God damn you, it! I don't movie? listen. I know. Fuck off. Yeah. Why would you listen to your co-host on the show? So. Because yeah. you're all I, lesser than. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure if they would have made this a rated R film with venom it probably would have worked better um when the trailer first hit i said this movie looks like it came out of the early 2000s yep uh with that said um i'm also in high defense of every new x-men movie so 
well, am I going to give this a chance? Probably not. But uh, <laughs> I'm I'm sure uh, people will enjoy it because you know you have a person like me who uh, who really enjoys the Warcraft movie, and that that got panned oh. like a mother. You know, I never during, saw that one. Uh, well, I mean, I'm a Warcraft person, so but I will say this: twenty eight percent's not great. Um, I mean, it's lower than the age of the the rise of the Silver Surfer. So, you know, we'll 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 see. We'll see. Um, I I just think that it was kind of hard to to come off of Homecoming being such a great film, yeah. and then then stumble with a symbiote. You know, it's kind of, <laughs> I, you know, we'll revisit this topic, obviously, I think next week, because uh, I'm almost certain I'm going to see it this weekend. But I, I just get the feeling that it's exactly what I believe I called it out on this show way back when it was first, like the first trailer came out. I'm like, my problem with this project is this is Sony desperately trying to carve out their MCU equivalent with the expanded Spider-Verse. And like, it's a it's a cash grab. And it's, they're not putting true creative heart and soul into it like the MCU has done, you know, where the MCU is doing its best to adapt characters and storylines to successful films while being as loyal and, and honoring the original content as they can, but also doing a good job of it for the medium that they're producing it for. I don't know that that that's what Sony has tried to do with this project. Uh, that's really not what they tried to do with any of the the stuff that they've done so far, uh, namely the amazing Spider-Man films. I, I think there are great moments in those two films, but overall, you know, I mean, we, we saw all that drama that came out of the emails, you know, the hacked emails where they're like, yeah, what can we put in this movie to appeal to millennials? You know, yeah. Sony clearly has their head up their ass as far as to what, what is making the MCU film successful. They're just, they're just like, it's right there in front of them. And they're like, so is it dubstep? It is, it, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's literally, they're like, it's, oh, it's just Venom Fortnite dancing. Uh, <laughs> I, I really hope that this movie's better than um, Fury Road, though, because I mean, I feel bad for Tom Hardy just in a string of bad movies. You didn't like Fury Road? <laughs> Actually, I, I despise Fury Road. I think it's, I didn't like Fury Road either. It's wow. the story of what happens when you turn left. Because Fury Road did really well, both critically and... Oh, uh, I know. No, I know. I just... It was... It was really... It's the story of what happens when you turn left, and then, hey, guess what? We're going to turn around. <laughs> I, For me, Fury Road was... was I just... I get it, but I don't get it. I mean, it's good acting. It was fun, but was like, it? what's the fucking point? There was no point? talking. There was no talking. The goddamn desert. I mean, okay. He was also in Dunkirk. You know, we're skipping Dunkirk between Fury Road and, and now. And he was in Last Jedi as well for a deleted scene. Oh, that's and, and, and he was he was also in that uh what was it called with uh, Reese Witherspoon and Captain Kirk? Yes, it's it's the spies where they're competing this is, over this, is, this means war or something yeah, like that. Something like that. Yeah. Don't we always talk about this movie whenever we bring up Tom Hardy? Hardy? He's in Inception. You, you love this movie. Oh, I, I love that. I, I, it's a great film. It's a great movie. Yeah, he was. I, he was good in Fury. He was in that as well. Fair call correctly. Was weird? He was in Fury and Fury Road. That seems strange. Hey, Punisher was in Fury too. So. I think they prefer to call it furry. <laughs> All right. So real quick, say this movie 
ends up doing really bad financially, critically, and fan-wise. Does this jeopardize a possible Sinister Six film oh, in yeah. the near future? Oh, yeah. There's, yeah. If this movie bombs, Sony might even give out the spider stuff so that it so they can recoup some losses. I don't know about that. I think that always on how uh, far from home actually does before they uh, actually give up the, the yeah. Spider-verse. They, well, you know, I, I picture is that, that, that mortgage sleazy guy, right? You know, used car salesman is like, Hey, yeah, see that uh, uh, shit caved in, you know, here's five bucks. I'll buy it from you. I just want the good part though. Just give me venom. We'll do Venom art. I kind of see Marvel slash Disney going, Sony, if this bombs, they're like, so hey, uh, we're still, we'll still work that deal where you can have a piece of Spider-Man. You know, we'll, we'll keep you afloat. But yeah, give us, give us all the other stuff. Mm-hmm. And we'll cut you a half-rate deal. Well, I, the, the issue is going to continue to be that, like I said, they're trying to carve out what the MCU has going on with the properties they have, especially with the Fox buyout now. I really think the Fox buyout changed the, the landscape for this for them because I was advocating a year or two ago that I thought Sony would sell the Spider-Man property eventually because they were looking to close down their movie division anyways. Uh, that might not still be the case. And it looks like they're because Homecoming was successful, they're, they think that they can capitalize on that, but they're still missing the point. They're still not doing what you know Marvel Studios has done. They're They're completely just like, head up their ass on this like they're like oh we can just pretend and we can replicate success it's like no you have to you have to have authentic creators involved and you have to tell an authentic story and that is what has worked for the mcu and so they're i think they're going to try to squeeze every drop they can out of this and i think it's going to hurt them so can i come back next week to talk about venom sure <laughs> or you, you know what you can send us in a clip if you want you can leave us a sound bite. Oh, i know how you guys i know what you guys how you respond to people saying clip. <laughs> I will not do that. I have some pride. <laughs> come on, come on, this is a clip, Evan. You, you know, I mean, you, could, you could come back for a Patreon exclusive panel. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's if they'll have me. I just, I'm just saying though that uh, I'm seeing it this weekend. My wife and I have made plans to see it, and I have very, very low hopes. Right. Uh, I actually had higher hopes for Predator, and I walked out of Predator kind of enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually felt the same way about the Power Ranger movie that came out a couple of years ago. I walked out of that grinning from ear to ear because it was fun. It was dumb. It was not good. It was, it was yeah. horrible. Yeah, it was, it was fun. I agree. We, uh, <laughs> I went to see that. I was like, I just want to see how bad this is. And uh, I walked out having enjoyed it, but it wasn't a good movie. No. Not even close. No, I mean, I'm a big fan of Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter, but I'm not going to tell you it's a good movie. <laughs> uh, I will just cut in real quick. Uh, the, oh boy. Uh, <laughs> the gentleman who, uh, wrote the screen, the screenwriter for the, for Venom, uh, was the screenwriter for the Dark Tower. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> See ya! Oh, Here's man. your bullet, everybody. Uh, yeah. So, you know, you're talking about vampire hunters. Uh, Kathleen Kennedy was signed to another three-year deal with, uh, Disney. So apparently she has not uh, got stabbed in the heart yet with the state. Well, well, great job, Phil. Try not to lose his shit. 
Who are you tonight? Yeah, you are a monster tonight. You are a grumpy monster. Oh, because you know what it is. Because I'm I ready for him, later. I know what's coming. Yeah, yeah, I called him a monster last night. I did. And, and a topic we're going to discuss later. He knows he's going to get the sock full of quarters in a way. Oh, is this is this about that game? Oh yeah, we're going to talk about it later. Because here here's something. I'll, I'll just. See, the universe has got my bag. That's where Stop you're fucking with his internet, Charles. <laughs> <laughs> oh. See, we lost you your internet broke up through that entire thing. So <laughs> you I said, up. I don't even play games, and I know Charles is wrong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what? That's for later in the show. About, but we'll get to First, it. First, Kathleen Kennedy. Kathleen Kennedy signed the lead Star Wars for another three years, and the fanboys wept. Uh, long story short, Disney rehired her through 2021 uh cool so she's gonna see through the end of this uh trilogy for sure and probably handhold it into whoever takes over in the future if, if it's not her uh i did put another article in here because there was a rumor here unsubstantiated and as a matter of fact uh the source that i got this from is we got this covered.com they specifically multiple times in the article mention that the the source that this came from is not always reliable. It's somebody who has insider tips in the industry that don't always pan out. But basically the rumor was that the job was offered to JJ Abrams and he declined. And so they basically had no other viable candidates to helm a project of this magnitude. And so they just signed around for a couple more years, whether that's true or not doesn't matter because the fanboys are going to be mad. And I Is love this it. the same source that said that the janitor heard from outside the meeting room that she was fired? Yeah. Fuck that. You know what's going to happen in three years? Her contract's going to get extended for another three years. I'm, I'm calling it now. Well, I, I don't know that that's entirely safe to call. If, if nine does not go well... Right, if nine is as controversial as eight was, well, the fine go well because they made fuck ton of money. They made a lot of money, and the but fanboys crying just made them more money. But Solo did flop in a big way, and it really didn't deserve to. Yes, I agree. Was. Solo was actually much better than people give it credit for. Yeah, I mean, it, it had some rough edges, but for the most part, that was that was a fine entry. Uh, it was a f- excellent attempt at a side movie to to flesh out further uh, plot and everything. I think it was great. It's unfortunate that it probably put a, the kibosh on a lot of the other projects that were going on on the side. Uh, we'll see how all that pans out because, you know, there's a new animated show coming out as well. I don't believe Kathleen is directly involved with that, but they're at kind of a crucial point right now in the future of the Star Wars universe because, like, it, it, things are tense, man. Like, there are two things that are hotly debated in, in popular culture right now or just our, our culture, it is politics and Star Wars. And so there's, yeah, go ahead. Uh, isn't there a live action TV show being planned for the streaming service? There is. It's, it's being directed by uh, Favreau. It's yeah. going to start with their Christmas special, though. So You know what? I love that. <laughs> did, you, did you love the Star Wars Christmas? I watch it every Christmas just to prove that I can. Of course you do. <laughs> uh, here's, here's the thing about... Solo. And what you said was right. It was a fine movie. It wasn't stellar. It wasn't, oh my God, the best thing ever. It was no Black Panther, but it was it was fine. It was decent. It was a good film. I think 
and this is what I thought when they first started saying they're going to do these spinoff movies and these old other verse movies where it's like other stories in the universe type of deal. I'm like, I don't know. That's what people want. You know, I think people want that. That I, I would watch. I did watch Solo. I watched uh, uh, Rogue One, but I think people want that. That unfortunately, I think they want that that saga. Right, they want the uh, Skywalker saga, and that's what the general public knows. They know the goddamn name Luke Skywalker. I've never seen Star Wars. Okay, names. Uh, do you know Luke Skywalker? Oh yeah, I've heard of Luke Skywalker. I've heard of Chewbacca. I've heard, I mean, I, I don't know that. Aside from the fanboys being little bitches, I don't know that the general public understands the what the going deeper into this universe means. You know, and I think you're kind of facing that. I think what we were expecting was you, you've got the Star Wars brand and it's going to be Star Wars, but what you're really facing is that podcaster paradigm, right? No matter how big of a podcast you are, you start a new show, you're pushing up the hill to get that show recognized. And I think what they're doing is even though it has a Star Wars name, you're, what you're really doing is pushing a new science fiction property up the hill that happens to have ties to something you know. I, I don't agree with that. Okay. So I, I have two things. One is I think that, and I, this I'll catch some flack for this probably, but the Star Wars universe, even their worst movie, the Star Wars world, it's still fun to visit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones, as bad as they were, being in that, visiting that world was still fun. And I will own that comment forever because it is. It's a fun place to visit. It's like visiting Harry Potter. I, it, again, some of those movies are hit and miss. Some are better than others. But going into that world is a lot of fun. And so, Solo. Yeah. But Solo, for all of its shortcomings, you got a different view into that world, and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed going and, and seeing it. Yeah, I mean, the other thing I was going to say is, I mean, Solo didn't have any new ideas. It was basically a heist film. It was uh, the Italian job spun into space, mm-hmm. uh, and they lifted the train sequence almost right directly from Serenity. So, I mean, I, I for Firefly, I, I totally own that and, and get it, but it was still a fun movie, and I will I will buy it and watch it a couple of times with my kids, and I will enjoy it and add it to my Star Wars collection. See, yeah. Phil, that's what you do when you buy something. You fucking open it, and you watch it. <laughs> uh, oh, wow. Did I hit a nerve again? Sorry, no. Phil. Oh, no. It's just it's a it's a meme that nobody cares about but Charles. <laughs> I'm just going to start watching it. I bring it up, too. I like it. I'm just going to – I haven't bought a, a movie in a while because I've just been using a Plex account to watch everything that I care about. <laughs> That, uh, is, that how you, is that how you keep track of your kids, then? <laughs> uh, I agree with you, Hammond. Because, um, I, I, Charles, to refute a little bit of what you were saying, sure. I'm going to point at the wildly successful expanded universe. You know, the, the comics, the books, you know, all of that, the video games that were all built on the franchises okay. back that didn't deal with the main saga sure. that people loved or were you know, non-canonical extent, you know, extensions of the sure. main saga. On top of that, you look at something like, you know, the, the KOTOR games and SWOTOR, you know, so Old Republic and then the, the MMO. Sure. It's not doing very well anymore, but when it first came out, it was pretty fucking, you know, stellarly successful. And that had nothing to do with the Skywalker saga because mm-hmm. it was 2,000 years before. What but, Hannah said, people... Yeah, yeah. People like the world. People like the setting. People like the, right. the spaceships and the, you know, the the force and stuff like that. If it's sure. present at all or whatever, people like the idea of the smugglers and all, you know all this other stuff. So there's potential there. But I do agree with what you said, where 
that's lost on a fair amount of the general exactly. audience. Exactly. Everything you just listened was very niche. It was comic book niche. It was game niche. It was animation. Well, no, it, it's it, it's only niche in that it's you know appeals to Star Wars fans, which there are plenty of because the reason Star Wars is as big as it is is because they buy everything. You know, they buy those books, they buy the comic books, they buy all this expanded stuff. They watch the TV shows like Rebels and, you know, Clone Wars and all this other stuff. Sometimes it's kids watching it, but a lot of adults watch it too. The point is, though, if we look at the MCU, the same thing could be said about your Ant-Mans. And before it became a cultural experience, Black Panther. Black Panther had all of the, Mm. you know, all the blueprints of being as much of a potential failure as Solo was. But it wasn't because it became, you know, a cultural thing. Do you think, and this honest question, do you think that Solo would have done better if they had cast Han Solo with a recognizable, hot, you know, property, lovable face? No. I don't know. I don't know that that would have helped. Because I think no. the big, the burden with Solo is always going to be, it's not Harrison Ford. The burden with Solo is that you're taking the, probably the most beloved character out of the main trilogy and trying to do a Solo film on it. Ah, solo film. I get it. Get it? Uh, so also, everyone is still, I think the timing was bad too, because everyone was still raw from watching him fall to his death in the prior, the last movie they saw. Well, not only that, but I mean, come on. Last Jedi was in December and this came out in May. Yeah, March. Yeah. April, May. Well, and, and it was and on top of Black Panther too. I mean, right. Correct. It was on top of yeah. Black Panther and but Infinity War. It came I, out after Infinity yeah. War. I just don't think that if you want it to do well don't make solo your first like character piece film yeah let's do the c-3po movie before you do well, solo. yeah that'd be pretty great to see how he got that red arm i mean they did it in the in the in oh, the I, comics i think that's worse if you did a c-3po no, no, movie nobody just, would show dumbass shut up paul him. so look <laughs> do someone from the extended universe and make them bigger than they're supposed to be like what? Give I mean, me a Thrawn movie. Give actually, me a Soka movie. Actually, if you're gonna if you're gonna do something to actually make it make sense, explain to me how a freaking half man, half robot shows up at the end. Give me that before you give me Tor Hammond. Dream Theater sucked out uh, all what, his bandwidth. What's his nuts? No, <laughs> I mean, what am I saying? Um, uh, we, we, we lost, back we lost all your audio there because of your your bandwidth. <laughs> okay, so what happened was uh, I'm, I was talking about uh, freaking Maul. Yes. Give me his movie. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, you got how he got there through Rebels. So. Yeah, but I didn't watch Rebels because I don't yeah, care. Yeah, most people didn't. I, mean, I, didn't, I didn't. Yeah, I had no idea how what was going on there when he showed up. So give me that movie first and also keep Star Wars at Christmas time. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> well, I, that's the weird thing, though. It was traditionally in May. Yeah, I don't, well, now, but since the new ones, keep it at Christmas time yeah. and keep Marvel at the front. Disney keep can't. the Christ in Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I hope the hell they learned oversaturation is a real damn thing. Why yeah. well, they cram everything all together this year? There's no fall tentpole. There's no fucking. It's Christmas. been ah, it's been rough, man. I haven't been to the. Uh, the beginning of the year, I felt like I was going to the theater every week. Right? Since midsummer into fall, I've gone a couple times, and that was just, you know, because I wanted to see the Predator on the big screen. I didn't have to. You know what I mean? It'll Did be out on streaming. Like, what's that? Did you get to the choppas and giggle? 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, but I'm a big fan of that franchise, and I think that's the only people that turned out for it. I, d- I think there's room for the side movies in Star Wars because it is such a big property, and there are people who will show up. But the expectations have to be set to be like an Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. Nobody expects Ant-Man to be you know, one of the box office record breakers. The fact that Black Panther was was a an exception. It was not. Yeah, you know, that was. I mean, you. We memed on you for weeks because, you know, Charles, you you didn't think mm. it was going to do very well, and then it just blew up on everybody. You know what I mean? Nobody expected it to be like. I that. love how history goes to the revisionist. I literally just said, "Skip Black Panther, give me Deadpool." Yeah. I, I did say I don't care about Bat Panther because I wanted Deadpool too. That's the only goddamn thing. I Charles said. McFall doesn't care about black superheroes. <laughs> Just now when Deadpool's on the horizon. Is that why he doesn't want to see Miles Morales in the Spider-Verse? It's all starting to line up now. God damn. What a hateful bastard. Who okay. thought from the South? Weird. No, no. Charles Cavanaugh. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> With that, we're going to take an ad break and we'll see you back in a minute. Patreon.com slash breaking the panel is where you go to support us assholes. I know I've been talking to you over the last couple of months about our Patreon, but I actually made some changes this week. Here's what's new over at Patreon. Still a dollar a month if you want to just slip the tip right into us. We are glad to take all of it. $3 a month is what gets you into the Patron Lounge now. So that's our Discord group. We knocked that down to 3 bucks a month because we want to hear from you. We want to have you join the conversation. And we want to know how wrong we are on every episode. $5 a month, that's going to get you those behind the paywall panels, either movies, television shows, video games. Um, with the DC streaming service, we have some DC shows that we might actually put up there. Uh, we still have to do the second part of the Warcraft panel with Austin from Botched. That's all going to land at that $5 a month. $10 a month gets you exclusive access to our uncut raw audio and video of each episode and uh, a little bit extra behind the scenes videos from from old charlie Pooh. you know everybody needs a little bit more rock god in their life i mean i don't but i'm sure one of you listeners want that so yeah thanks again uh, let's get back to the episode well, i don't even know what we're talking about what are we talking about it doesn't matter you know, Gary Busey should be the Joker. I'm gonna just put that out there every chance I got. And we're back. And just so everybody in the audience knows, uh, this is a great way for Hammond to have his last appearance on Breaking the Panel. We appreciate the humor you've brought, and and that now that you're retiring from podcasting as a whole, we'll never do another episode of anything ever again. Nobody needs to go look that up or anything. It's true, I promise. Uh, we appreciate you coming on here and and uh, being a dick. I, I love you, man. See, part of me is actually worried that I upset you. (laughs) If you're that sensitive, I'm worried. He would have to have feelings. Well, there was a network I used to get help from, but it doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, because uh, people stopped caring. (laughs) (laughs) Too real! Too real! (laughs) Moving on! Moving on to things that people have stopped caring. Uh, Dark Phoenix lost a trailer and then fucking changed the goddamn release date. But um, uh, oh yeah, yeah, this is this this is a lengthy topic. That's why it's in the second half of the show. Uh, Hammond brings this to us. Uh, Dark Phoenix trailer comes out, and uh, to to lukewarm meh from a lot mm-hmm. of people. 
some people were excited. Good for you guys. Most everybody called it last stand. Um, yeah. I'm well, so know, grumpy about this. This is the last stand again, right? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it kind of has that vibe, man. Oh man, I wonder if there's going to be a juggernaut, bitch. Um, these dudes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. He's okay for those at home. He's like up out of his chair, pacing. He's doing calisthenics like right now. He's, he's like, like, up. Fuck these guys. Uh, uh, so is Wolverine going to walk up to her and hug her at the end before he? Oh, <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know, man. But yeah, basically, um, Dark Phoenix trailer comes out. Uh, lukewarm response from a lot of people. Uh, we can talk about that in a second. But then the, the most perplexing development ever is like two days later, they're like, oh, yeah, we're also del- it, it had a date on the end of the trailer, by the way. And then they're like, by the way, just ignore that because we're delaying it like four months. So you because know. of reshoots, because they're scared. Because like we're we're like a studio that doesn't have the ability to just leave a date off the end yeah. and then like tell people when it's actually going to yeah. come out. So well, does well, this have to do with the, does the date change have to do with the buyout? No, 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 because, because the, the trailer was done months ago. Right, well, it, yeah, it's still well, technically whatever. It's not. It's not. It has not completed, but it is all pretty much ironed out. All the details and everything. The issue being, though, they released this trailer with the date on it. Like, yeah, they, the, they've known about the buyout. If they were, they're delaying because of the response. That's clear. But like, why did you even put a date on it then? Like, if you got a lukewarm response like you did, why didn't you just delay it? Or sometimes like, you just gotta. Well, maybe they don't have faith in their product. I was gonna say sometimes you have to have faith in your product and just put it out. New Mutants, man. Me and my daughter were looking forward to that. It was supposed to be out this month. It was going to be her birthday movie. And that's all she wanted to see. She loved the trailer. She had, I actually really enjoyed the trailers of New Mutants. I mean, it's not my cup of tea. Uh, Is it the horror film. movie? Is that the horror yeah, movie? Yeah, that's the horror film. But I watched it and went, holy shit, that looks good. And every once in a while, a horror film is made in a different way that I really, really enjoy. Saw, you know, the first time it came out. Psycholog- it really was a psychological thriller more than it was a horror film. But you didn't know that until you got to the end of it. Uh so New Mutants look really good, and then they're like, um, I have no idea why they moved it, but they're like, oh, we're just gonna we're gonna throw it way over here, and we don't know if we're gonna put it out. What the fuck, man? Well, it's 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 going to come out on August second next year. That's New Mutants. So we're gonna do a horror film right in the middle of blockbuster season. Awesome. For now, and, and we're, <laughs> For now. We're, also, we're also gonna have it come out almost a full year after it was originally supposed to, which is asinine. It's That's good a, hype. That means that they're really, really nervous about this property. Nope. Now. Good hype. You got to build that hype train. Woo woo! To Come your on, hype. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? What's new mutants? Oh, and it's already gone. Oh, see ya. It's like driving through the Midwest. Like, hey, that. Oh no. Huh. All Where did you flip on Netflix? And there it is. Like, whoa! What the fuck? Yeah. When did that yeah. come out? Uh no, it won't be on Netflix. It'll be on the streaming service, so nobody will see it and be like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah. Uh yeah, so let's talk about the Dark Phoenix trailer. What it Phil, you know what? Since no, uh, don't st- all right, yeah, yeah we no. can start with me. No, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna start with you because I think you're gonna be the one that has the most positive things to say. So, Phil, what did you think of the Dark Phoenix trailer? Oh man, I am nervous about this. <laughs> <laughs> you were supposed to be the savior, you're the hype guy. Um, all right, so here, here's what I'll say uh before. I'll get into it really. I think the Dark Phoenix cannot be done in film. 
I agree. I'm sorry. We tried it once. I don't know why we're going back to this well, but they Seven did. days. So it's going to be... <laughs> Did you just win me? Yeah, you just win me, bitch. Sorry, this is Dean Winchester. Oh, sorry, wrong number. Um, I mean, it, oh man, it it we'll see, man. I mean, it looks it looks like a nice uh, a, a change of pace with no real big baddies in 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 weird blue costumes, but I that's, I don't know, man. That's the thing that I think they're worried about is okay, Age of Apocalypse was uh not awesome god it sucked balls it, it was okay it wasn't apocalypse though like that was the problem is like it was like some weird power ranger film yeah <laughs> it was one of the villains from power rangers which is what was so perplexing about it and it, you had so many opportunities with the incredible mm-hmm. characters in that film that you used as fill-ins like psylocke should not be an afterthought right. And awesome actors, too. That's the thing that really bothered me is you had a cast of people who killed it in other films that year and other X-Men movies. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. It, it looks like it's going to be a, a more drama thriller base than it is like a full I'd be down with that. Film. Well, but- they're, they're going back to the well, like you said, where they're playing off of that whole, oh, she's just, you know, angsty and angry. I and I do not like that. Which I, you know, I think there's there's hints that maybe they're not. They're leading with that, but there's hints with with I don't know. There, I just felt like watching that trailer that there's they could go deeper, like the real dark Phoenix cracking at the the behind you know Xavier keeping it in check for a long time. And I hope they're not doing the angsty dark thing. I hope it's actual struggle. And honestly, I'll be I'll be a little bit the hype guy for this. Who gives a shit? You still get your mutants in your spandex underwear. You still get some punches in the face. And we get Magneto fucking battling against Xavier. I've been waiting for that since they've rebooted the whole damn series. But I just, the Lady of Winterfell is not my idea of the Dark Phoenix. No, but. I Oh, I, I don't really have an issue with her. I don't have an issue with her casting. I just think that um, the the big problem with the Dark Phoenix saga is she is possessed by a cosmic entity that has the ability to take life and give it like we're talking about like a God, essentially an ass. Yeah. Like a a cosmic God. And in the the comics, you have, you know, the whole storyline with the Shi'ar, which is an alien race, you know, see you, you get deep into the cosmic aspect of the storyline and they keep trying to cut that out. Right. Yeah. They keep trying to cut that out, which I think is a huge mistake because if we, I mean, Captain Marvel is going to prove me right or wrong here because they're finally dealing with the scrolls, right? And right. the scrolls are, and also dealing with the Kree, like in an expanded form. But even Guardians, the Guardians films have touched on the, you know, the, the cosmic side of the, you know, the Marvel universe. I don't think you can do the Dark Phoenix story without really hammering home that this is an entity that is way more powerful than any individual person that we're used to seeing, even somebody like Xavier Magneto. This is a cosmic entity. 
and they're they're just going to continue to play her up as just oh i have all this pent up rage and and pain and anger from you know when i apparently from the trailer when i killed my parents and it's like that that can all be part of the story but when you cut out the real meat and potatoes of what makes the dark phoenix so scary yeah you lose all of that impact i think and yeah and i love that at least the last one last stand touched on that whole death part of it right that's what really cracked her oh like when she when she kills cyclops and we never see him again (laughs) (laughs) we still i mean i mean she dies (laughs) right so that in the original dark phoenix saga yeah, they're coming in hot from the cosmos and they crash and she goes to the bottom of the ocean and this is what raises her from the dead and they touched on the fact that anybody's been dead and back again there's something messed up and broken there and oh yeah pet cemetery yep. deal with that yeah you know i think that what is how it really should come out not i don't know how they're gonna bring it out in the film but it looks like it's more of a it honestly looks like I've been betrayed. They lied to me my whole time. Now I'm going to the other side because they wouldn't lie to me. And, yeah. And I I forget, but I, rem- I almost remember hearing a line in there like, Charles, how could you? And he was like, oh, it's the only way. Yeah. So you, you may not be wrong on that. I don't know, man. If they were going to do Dark Phoenix, you'd do it <clears throat> as a trilogy or, you know, as a multi-part film, it's too goddamn big and important in the Marvel or in the X-Men history to do it in one hour and a half, two hour movie. So well, I think, I think they screwed up by doing days of future past in one film. They could, they, that should have been split in two films. Potentially. Yeah. I, I think, I think days of future past was better than we could have hoped for. Yes. Uh, but I think it would have been even better if they'd split it and given more time. What's the diamond rating on that? Uh, 9.4. Damn. Wow. So, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I agree, him, and I agree completely. And here's the thing that makes me even a little bit more nervous about this. It's the director's first movie. But don't worry. He's written a lot of gems out there, like um, Future Past and the newest Fantastic Four and the newest Apocalypse. And he wrote and directed Dark Phoenix, so I'm sure it's gonna be fine. Yeah. Maybe the Dark Phoenix will be a blogger get, gets upset. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. If, if by the end of the movie she just puts the Doom helmet on, <laughs> Dark Phoenix is just her 4chan name. Yep. <laughs> oh man. She's tired of all the people swiping left, and she gets pissed. Um, all i know is you know (sighs) buffy did it better man the the angsty you know wizardy with willow yeah willow's dark turn like Mm -hmm. it's been done like if you can't do it at least as well as buffy then you get the fuck out and or or at least half as good as batman's penis (laughs) (laughs) wow man you're fixated on the dick well so were we to be fair (laughs) So, do you remember what the original date in February this was supposed to be coming out on? It was like the 19th or something like that. I think. Yeah, I I just, I can't believe that they would. uh, So, this would, if it was the 19th, it would have came out, you know, a week or two weeks before Captain Marvel. Right. So, I guess pushing away from Captain Marvel 
they thought was the smart move, but now, you know, it's only a week out from, or two weeks out from Toy Story. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm not worried about the Toy Story thing. It's just delays aren't good man they they don't inspire confidence no right? well no you're right you're oh boy how did i say that wrong you're right i mean well because you're so used to saying you're wrong that you know, know it hurt wrong. it doesn't feel hard <laughs> right no i i don't know i mean they're still gonna get 20 bucks out of me so. they will for me when it shows up on digital i'm not seeing this one in the theater i am going it's, done with x-men in the theater I might not even plex this. I might just go out and buy it. Uh, <laughs> it's not it's originally going to come out June 7th. Sorry, I checked it. Yeah, so June 7th is the new date. Oh, wait. Oh, they changed it. They changed the upload. Yes. My bad. No, yeah, because okay. I'm looking at the uh, the trailer on the... Yep, they re-uploaded it, which is insane to me. <laughs> like, come on. Uh, yeah, I, it's unfortunate because I, I do love X-Men, but... Fuck, man. I just can't wait for Marvel to have full control again so they can clean this shit up. At least they're going to go out on a fiery note. Just like, just like Last Stand In. <laughs> uh, one, one of our old friends from uh, MAA days, uh, Robert, has said uh, to me, we, we keep in touch and we're talking, he's like, you know, uh, after Captain Marvel, of course, is Avengers 4, which is uh, you know, the wrap-up or the bring back in, you know, the Thanos story and, and wrapping that up. And he goes, what if that's – because it's, it's well after the the buyout and all that. What if that's where uh, towards the end of it um, – I forget exactly how he put it, but basically it introduces X-Men. And the way he put it made sense. It introduces X-Men at the end, and then that leads into uh, Avengers versus X-Men. Mm-hmm. No. Anybody cares, but I thought it was a cool idea. We, t- I mean, we talked about that a couple weeks ago, though. Like, it, it- so the second Avengers film, the Infinity War, that's going to be subtitled "The Revenge of the Dustbuster," and it's going to be emptying out all Captain America vacuumed up. Uh, in in Great Britain, it will be uh, the Hoovering. The Hoovering. Yes. Yeah, kind of like that. Remember, remember the Batman from the '60s where they turned on them, turned them all into dust. And they had to add water and bring them back. Oh, mm-hmm. no! You have to make sure you prove it long enough. Yeah, <laughs> has a good sponge. Yep. Oh, well, oh what a good God. bake! So. Uh, in other news, the mouth of the mouth podcast from Colorado, the good bake. <laughs> uh, yeah, in other news, the Merc with a mouth is returning to theaters later this year with less of a mouth. Yeah, Fox is re-releasing Deadpool 2 with a PG-13 edit and putting it out in theaters. And this is a great experiment. And everybody's wondering how it's going to go. So the idea being that this is a more family-friendly entry that people can go check out. They can bring their kids to or at least their teenagers or whatever, which have all already seen it. Let's be real. Uh, But one of the really exciting points about this is that they're getting Ben Savage to uh, rep- Fred Savage Fred. or Fred Savage? Sorry, uh, Fred Savage to reprise his uh, 
well not technically reprise his role from princess bride but essentially like they're 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 basically spoofing he's in the on bag that. getting the story read to him god damn it and he's got the chicago bears jersey on and yeah everything it's it's great uh and deadpool's reading the story to him so i'm excited to see that that additional content uh well, that whole scene about shirt cocking it's got to be gone <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i'm pretty sure that's i'm pretty sure that's yeah. what pg 13 means <laughs> Like no more shirt. I, mean, I made sure to get the supercut to see all the extra stuff on Blu-ray and, and digital. I wonder uh, if this is the opposite direction. I wonder if in this version X Force lives. Like, like if they just <laughs> if the X Force just goes and finishes the story. Like that would be pretty wild. Is this guys, movie gonna be a half an hour long? I'm really confused. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna really, be a short on Funny like, or Die. <laughs> I mean, I know. Honestly, what do we think? I, 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 I know why they're doing it. It's money because it's going to get money because people are going, oh, I'm going to see it now because it's clean. It's like, I, but I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like it. I, don't I like, like it. the additional content that they're doing, you know, with the whole Fred Savage thing. I think that would have been great if they were doing that for the Blu ray release. Right. Not so much. And I also think it would have been great if the Blu ray came out with this PG 13 edit. So that you could watch it with kids. Honestly, or, I thought that's what they were talking about at first. I did, right. I did not click that they were talking about putting it in the theaters. But a theatrical release seems really <sighs> confusing. So do you remember the movie, what was it, Cabin in the Woods? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you remember they did on the, blue, on the disc a uh, family-friendly version? And it basically was the opening credits and then the closing credits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then there was also the, let's see, what they call it? A girlfriend vision, which had hands come up over the screen as bad things happened. <laughs> so the, um, hands That's that awesome. Up, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually worth owning just because of the novelties that they put on there. Yeah. And that's the kind of thing I would look at Deadpool for, right? I, yeah. yeah. That, no, that's the thing. Deadpool 2, oh. not Deadpool 4. Yeah. Shut up, Aaron. Uh, <laughs> As soon as I said it, I was like, someone's going to do that. And of course, yeah. it's you. Um, you think this is courting Disney because Ryan Reynolds really wants a Deadpool 3. And with the deal as it stands, it might not happen being that R-rated material. Nope. You don't think this is courting Disney? Nope. I think Disney would use Touchstone or one of their other uh, imprints and keep it alive because they like money and Deadpool will make money. and. Says- 73 uh 734.2 million dollars yeah that did better than solo so they want money so they'll find a way to make an imprint and the budget was only like 100 million 110 yeah the the other elephant in the room in regards to this is they're spending a fuckload of money to acquire fox to get these properties back so they have to use what already works yep Especially if X-Men blows up in their face because they're going to have to retool X-Men from the ground up if uh, Dark Phoenix doesn't do well. So they have to take the property that works. That's which they've... When Dark Phoenix doesn't do well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to be hopeful, Hammond! Uh, yeah, so basically like Deadpool and they basically built the groundwork for X-Force and even though they like built the team and then killed them, uh, I think they can do an X-Force film like they were planning to do. I think Disney will be behind that. I think when you throw Disney's resources behind it, 
you know, we could be looking at something incredible. It's going to be, you know, in the vein of the Deadpool films. I don't know if it'll be as focused on just Deadpool himself. And I'll be honest with you, though, that's probably for the best because I think that train is coming to a, it's, oh, yeah. you know they, what I mean? They've tapped, they've tapped that well a couple of times now. And, uh, two was funny. It was not as over the top and, and as surprising as one was. Cause we knew what we were getting. If they try to go to the well a third time, I think people will grow tired of it because it's, there's only so much you can do with that. Uh, I'm going to say Police Academy did seven, six or seven films. Oh, God, come on. Did a ton of stuff. Well, but, okay, so, yeah, but, how many those were well, but Police Academy wasn't built around one character. No, that's true. No, and I think, which is why I think X Force with yeah. Deadpool is the future. No, not, not for three. No way. I, I think you're going to have a, a, a cable. Deadpool jumping through multiple ver- a buddy uh, cop film reality is going through and doing cash yeah, it's going to be like uh, you know um, a, a holiday an old Bing, Le- uh, Bing Le- Crosby I no. Got- yes. no 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 I got it it's I'm like it hot with cable and Deadpool no we're going road to oh my god yeah <laughs> two, um, two f- what's, what's the fing fang foom two fing fang foom <laughs> With, I, with with love, with love. Thank you. I, I think it's going to just be an X Force thing because they're going to want to bring Domino as well. Well, oh yeah, she was. They amazing. have a great actress, and people like that character. And they wrote it well. He, he was yeah. really great. The, the The beauty of Deadpool too is that it's a it's essentially a team film it really is like they establish this team and even though we kill off half that team because they're just you know mooks that are there for the comic relief the core members of colossus cable and domino they all matter and we have we now have relationships built there what's a family not a team film nuclear they say it at the end of the family film so fuck you negasonic there to be honest, how much are you going to pay an editor to just cut out a bunch of a bunch of scenes and, and get rid of some of the blood? <clears throat> you know, it's it's not going to cost them that much. So if they can make another, let's say, fifty million to hundred million off of off of some some kid just editing out some of the scenes, it's going to be worth their time and their money. Give it to oh, some I'm- guy. Give it to some guy with uh, Final Pro. Yeah, pro. Pro. An intern. If you're talking about this two edit, I just don't know how, how they're going to construct the whole thing. You know what I mean? They're, they're going to have to put bits in there that keep the, the comedy up that are as good as the R-rated shit that is getting cut out. So. Correct. This actually makes it, though, it makes it good for airplane sales, too, because now you can actually show that on an airplane. Wow, there you go. Uh, and and I think they show the- some fucked up shit on airplanes, though, to be real. <laughs> <laughs> you, like, you, you can watch some heinous stuff. Sorry, Phil. Go no, ahead. no, no. I just, I think that's where you get your Fred Savage, Ryan Reynolds scenes. Is going to be the comedy bits that are going to, you know, In cut between, out. Yeah, like yeah. They're going to cut back to him telling the story to Fred Savage. Mm-hmm. I'm going to guess seven to ten times. And I own the book that they actually did for the film. Not, not. Well, I don't know what they're reading in the film, but they did a story time book based off the Golden Books from our youth yeah and i i have that and it's fucking amazing it's so horribly awesome uh but the good news from this pg-13 cut is thank god we're gonna lose that stupid colossus out of character shoving a cable up a juggernaut's ass scene because that was even i was like what the fuck ryan you actually that, that's too far man that was nah that didn't work that's god the- fuck you guys for steering a hole in my ass 
Like, I don't know what I'm talking about. That was weird. That was not a Colossus move. Come on. I'm not even going to change uh, the, 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 the Deadpool Colossus is not the Colossus of X-Men. You know, of what we're used weird. to. The fight was good. The same fuck was awesome. But that whole pants come down. Is, I don't know. It's weird. It's because it's a Deadpool movie. Of course, they're going to go over the top. I think it's fun. At least we didn't get to see Juggernaut, you know, uh, Toadstool. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We, what we need to see is uh, a Colossus Bowsette situation. Oh, my <laughs> God. Shut up, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Delete your life. <laughs> Uh, there's a little bit of news also about Gambit, uh, essentially that they're still working on it mm-hmm. and that they're going to try to make it a rom-com. Oh, great. Sounds awful. So who's, who's, who's Gambit? No, I, I, Tatum. no, no, no. The actor. Oh, yeah. Channing Tatum. Okay. So it's going to be magic Gambit. He has been, uh, both attached to it as, you know, the, the actor and also as an executive producer for a while. And he's really passionate about it because of, I guess he's from Louisiana, so he really cares about the character. And he wants this to happen, but they keep running into roadblocks. So, yep. Uh, like the movies he's been doing lately. I guess. No, I, it's always been stuff that's like, it has nothing to do with him. It always has to do with Fox and like timing and stuff like that. Because like they were they were ready to move forward with this, and then the whole merger thing started to become a reality. So they they nixed a lot of projects that were up in the air at that point that hadn't start actually started production. So, so let me ask a question on a movie that it's kind of tangentially related to all this stuff. Did you guys see the movie Tag? Yes. Nope. Loved it. Did I really enjoyed? I really really enjoyed Tag because it was a kind of a raunchy comedy, but no one was mean to each other. It was a yeah. the fun friend movie. It really wasn't that raunchy, honestly. I mean, yeah, there's there are a couple moments where there's they, a few moments, but overall, like it I said, was it was a, a it lighthearted, wasn't fun film that was just different. And and Jeremy Renner uh, pl- still played Hawkeye. That was where Hawkeye had been during Infinity War. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Was, was making sure he didn't get tagged with his wife. Was John Hamm his uh, Madman character? No, no, no he huh? was super cool. Yeah, he was great. Well, that's that's his Batman. <laughs> no, no, John Hamm's Batman character is like the essence of cool, but he's mean, he's dark, and he doesn't smile. He never cracks a joke. No, he's this John Hamm was successful but funny. Yeah, a little egotistical. No, go see, see it. See, see, uh, see. Tag. It's worth it. I yeah. will not see that in the theater, but I will watch it when it comes out later because I do like everybody that's in it. Yeah, see it. It's it's worth it. Speaking of which, uh, Jake, Jake, what's his name? Dylan Hall. No, Jake, that was in tag. Jake the, one the that, snake. The one that was on New Girl. Shut up, Phil. Uh, he is Jake McDreamy. Yeah, sure. Uh, I think he's in the Spider Verse movie too. I think he's the voice of Miles, actually. Or Jake no. Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, I did. I, I wanted Miles. To- I thought Miles was uh, voiced by Childish Gambino. Nope. No. Oh man, that blows! Let me see what his role in that this movie is. This is America, man. Give him, give him. A- <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Oh no, he's Parker. That's Parker. right. Yeah, yeah he's, not he's, not Miles. I'm my bad. That was dumb. Uh, I knew he wasn't Miles. Yeah, so he's Parker, which is exciting. So yeah. So who's who's par- who's Miles? 
Uh, I'm not sure if it's a household name yet. Let me look. David Sobolo. Shamik Moore? Hmm. Yeah. But yeah, no. Uh, I don't know where we're heading with this. Um, oh, Shamik Moore was on uh, Luke Cage. Oh, no, 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 no. No, Ooh. he wasn't on the cage. My bad. He was on the get down. He was Shaolin Fantastic from the get down. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. Who I I, which I loved and I loved that character. So that's cool. Yeah, I wish the get down had gotten a better response because I really get enjoyed down, the get down. down. I also wish that the second half hadn't been like gone over budget and got rushed and was a real chop job because it was what they were building was great. It's yep. unfortunate that it didn't work out. Yep. They, they decided to make a second season of Iron Fist instead of working on get down. <laughs> Both of which disappointed me. All right, uh, Hammond, did you have anything else in this article you really wanted to touch on? Or? No, not really. I just figured it was a good thing for us to do because it hit a lot of it hit a lot of things. It hit Dark Phoenix. It hit Deadpool. It hit Disney. Yeah. It hit the Fox merger. It kind of covered a lot of bases in one article, and kind of I figured it was one of those things that we could we could kind of riff on and, and actually cover a lot of stuff. And really, it was to make Phil uncomfortable at how bad this movie's going to be. It's going to be great. I can't wait for you all to be wrong. <laughs> and yet I didn't look so amazing. worried. <laughs> no, no. You, you showed weakness. No. Your, no personal, your, your personal confidence is showing. So. <laughs> <I don't>, mm. <laughs> well, we'll see. I don't like to judge something until it comes out. Disregard my venom comments for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, we're going to transition to wrapping up the show here and talk about the kind of stuff that we've been reading, watching, and playing. But we're going to start with a good old fashioned roast of Charles McFall and the fact that he posted last night that he wanted to trade away Spider Man for PlayStation 4 mm-hmm. for God of War also for PlayStation 4, because right. it's dumb and he doesn't like it. It's not what I said at all. Wait, should I quote it exactly? I got it I up. got it up. You can quote it. That's that's that's, like, wow, having two guys on the show yell they got it up is really uncomfortable. Oh, <laughs> Dude, if I'm on the mic, it's always up. Uh, <laughs> all of you motherfuckers acted like I went and raped your childhood. With it. Especially you, Paul Klotz. Especially you. Oh, I was just that. You're a monster. Beep is me. It's like, all it says, I didn't care for it. Literally, it says, didn't care for it. That's it. No, nothing about the game. Nothing shitting okay, on people who like it. Help, help, me, help me defend you. How long did you play it before you decided oh, this you gonna, gonna This is going to blow up on you, Hammond. I've played it, I don't know, four to six hours. I even, I'm trying the Paul Klotz method of even, I hit a mission, and it's early, early on, man. And I hit this early mission. You're supposed to do that. Even when you're doing the side stuff, it's like, hey, I need to go check out that mission. Every 10 minutes, that little spider fuck says, I need to go do that mission. Uh, but I'm like going, okay, I'm going to go find all the backpacks, and I'm going to open up all the radiate radios and, and find everything and fight some crime. And I mean, I'm going to get – some people give me some tips. I'm going to take a look at it. But all I literally said, that's what I want to take point is, is didn't care for it. That's it. And Paul acted like I took a dump – on his favorite Hillary Clinton doll and wow. just ripped it into me. I mean, Clinton dolls. That's creepy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
uh, you know, <laughs> you got caught. You got <laughs> The thing here is. She's from New York. I'm from New York. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, wait, wait a minute. No, motherfucker. Hillary Clinton is from Arkansas. Okay. Oh. Yeah, but is it like a real doll? Like one of those ones? Or <laughs> granddaughter? Is it like no. a stuffed animal? It's, it's, made from hair. It's, it's this Dazzler from Marvel Legends that I just pretend is Hillary Clinton. Uh. Okay. Anyways, we don't talk about politics here uh, ever at all. It's like Jim? With a hologram? <laughs> uh, now, here's the thing, though, Charles. Like, Chris Wisdom called you out. Tony P. Henderson called you out. Frank Allen called you out. CJ Boat called you out. Scotty Moore called you out. Okay, define call me out. Cause I know, yes. You know what? You're dragging some shit to the mind, making some shit up. So Chris Wisdom's like, nope, hiss or nonsense. Chris <laughs> Wisdom pisses on everybody and everything. That shit yeah. don't count. Tony P. Henderson says, I just finished it. Loved it. What didn't you like? Which is a goddamn conversation, dick. <laughs> no uh, and CJ Bo can suck my nuts. Wow, <laughs> that's bold. <laughs> uh, even even Brian <laughs> Ibbett, the nicest man in podcasting. Uh, Brian in, 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 <laughs> hey, wait a minute. I take offense to that because I feel like I'm a pretty nice guy in podcasting too. Shut up, yeah, man. The adults are talking. <laughs> You'll take the the cheap shot when it's offered to you, though. Brian. Oh yeah, no, of course I will. So O'Brien. Yeah, and he did. He <laughs> absolutely did. That's ah, all right. I mean, I, I defended you a little bit, Charles. I posted my picture of you know Scarlet Spider. You know, and yeah, now had- Frank Allen did the comment. You posted a bunch of shit. CJ CJ is just a Kmart Brian, but nobody cares. Uh, yeah, Scott. <laughs> Scotty Moore was like, what am I wrong about? How am I wrong that I didn't like it? I'm pretty right that I know I didn't care, for, but I wasn't having fun. That was the thing. I wasn't having fun with it. And I was like, you know what? I'll, I'll see what I can do. I don't think anybody's trying to tell you that you didn't have, that you did not not have I'm fun. I'm a dick. I like smashing shit in the face. I have admit. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, Spider-Man will not. It, it is unforgiving of you just hitting one button over and over again. You cannot do that. Even so. if it's the dodge button, you can't hit that over and over again because I know shit won't work either. Well, I, I don't have a problem if I just hit dodge continuously. Uh, you, never move you never do anything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if it's when not you for hit you, the dodge button all the time. I'm surprised you ever got married. Ooh. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that went over like a red bull. I'm writing that shit down. That's gonna go in my burn file. I'm gonna use that on the internet, motherfucker. <laughs> that meme you posted with the bicycle and then Spooderman. <laughs> no, no, I even hit like on that. That shit was fun. <laughs> it was great. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so Charles, I will give you a Dark Souls three minty no. box. I'm not stupid, you dick. Come on, come on. <laughs> yeah, Dark Souls. I just want to smash. Oh, I just got smashed. I just got smashed uh, for two hours straight. What the fuck? Yeah. Oh man. Uh, uh, yeah, no. Spider Man is a little unforgiving at times, but uh, and I, I there are a couple things that I get annoyed with, but I still think it's a great game. Mark Twig says put it on granny mode. And I had yeah. to come out like, I pretty much already did. That's the <sighs> suck at it. <laughs> it, uh, it just breaks my heart because you were... 
what? You were Delay so Man? amped. You were so amped for this game. Yeah. Well, you, okay. You, you hate it. Okay, so let me ask you, you like Batman Arkham Asylum? Any of the Batman Arkham games? No, yeah, yeah. I played the first Bat, the first two. Actually, I have the, I think I still own the third one on the PlayStation 4. I haven't really played it. Um, and I, with those, I was, with time, in a little bit of time, not a lot of time, I was able to figure out the ballet of the buttons and this and that. I, I, I still am trying to figure it out. I've got some tips and tricks from people. And I'll tell you, I'll get into really why I decided to make a post about it um, in a minute. But yeah, with the Batman, he is not a enough dick. dick. <laughs> <laughs> you stole my joke. You stole my joke. Not enough dick. <laughs> I was setting up slowly and carefully. And you just on it. Welcome to breaking the panel, Hammond. This oh my is- gosh. I was we, all three of us were like, all right, where can we get this dick joke in? <laughs> I had it on the T and I was back swinging, waiting for him to say something intelligent. And then I was just going to, you know, that's, that's how you pass out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Uh, Timing. Oh, uh, but now somebody's not enough bat dick in it to make you happy. Um, I don't know. It's it's definitely different kind of game. Uh, I am going to try some of the methods. Like I said, I even tried Paul's method. He talked about last week of going and getting all the backpacks and unlocking the suits. And that has helped. I've already unlocked a couple more suits. Got a, a suit power that lets me, it's basically panic mode. You hit the power, he jumps up, webs shit out of everything. That has definitely helped out. Well, but I want so, more finesse. I mean, if I'm going to play, I want to play it right. I want to play that finesse. And I'm having a hard time figuring out the finesse of it. Cause every time I think I got it down, I get punched in the back of the fucking head by some bruiser. Uh, well, have you, have you equipped power ups to your suit? Yeah, I got, I don't know, I can't remember what they are, but I got three. Because there. there's a couple damage reduction ones for both bullets and for melee uh, that help out a little bit. Uh, the Honestly, the suit power I use the most is the first one you get from the, you know, the iconic. The get more focus. Yeah, be, because yeah. you need that focus to heal up. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because you're taking a lot of damage, at least until later in the game when you have more power-ups and stuff like that. Yeah, it's it's pretty – it can be unforgiving a little bit early on. There have been times where I've been a little frustrated and lost a mission and had to redo it or something. Um, I just think – personally, I think the story is so strong and, you know, and the feel. Like, it, it feels like fucking Spider-Man, right? It feels like fucking Spider-Man? What? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It feels good. Oh, I need to buy this game. Yeah, I vibe. Did well, they have it in VR? Well, I I, <laughs> I know somebody who's looking to unload like a, a copy. Does it have a pleasure skin that you can use? <laughs> <laughs> Charles, I yes, will sir. give you one Sonic Mega Collection. Hell <laughs> no! For the for the GameCube, it's got seven games in one, yep. and I'm sure they're not too punishing for you. Yep. Charles, I will give you. Two Sonic <laughs> Mega Collections for the GameCube. If you pull out a third copy, I'm going to lose my shit. I will give you... And to be uh, real, Paul and I, talk, I can't remember if it was on air or off air, but we talked about there's a little bit of some unforgiveness uh, with the, the bruisers, or whatever they're called, but yeah. the brutes. Because, uh, and I, I will say, and I did own it in here because uh, uh, actually one of our mutual friends uh, worked on the game and he got in and was talking to me pretty quickly. He, he listened to us during the FTH days. Justin Steinmetz Deer. He actually worked on He's one of the producers on this game. Uh, but he waited to release for like a day or two out and he posted. Sure, he really wants you to pick up his name now since you've Sorry. dropped it all over. <laughs> yeah, Paul, yeah, Paul talking about fucking Spider Man. <laughs> that was Paul. That was Paul. That was um, would you guys. 
consider me an angry person? <laughs> Do you want to know? I'm afraid to say yes. <laughs> You're assholes. I would consider yeah. you to be an angry person sometimes. I guess, you know, yeah, I could be angry, but I used to be angry all the time. And I'm talking about like hitting shit and losing my cool and punching holes in the wall. And I've dealt with a whole lot of shit. But I got to tell you, I had a really bad moment the other night. I'm trying to play this game. And I got down to one guy, and all he's doing is charging me through all these air conditioners, and I can't get away from him. I can't web him because he breaks it. And it's like all of a sudden he kills me, and I just I got pissed, and I flipped the fucking table in front of me. And oh. then when the table was sitting, and nobody was home, nobody was home when the table sitting in the middle of the room flipped over, I was like, I might want to look at doing yeah. a different game because this you is need- triggering that. So you were playing, I think you need to consider chilling out when you get like that. Yeah. You were playing Spider-Man and Die Hard the video game, and you were not having fun? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're telling me? This is an air conditioner fit. You moron. I, I, love, it. <laughs> I love it. The, the, the delay on that gag. That was great. Oh, my God. That was well done, sir. Uh, and I did. I did chill. I turned it off. I was like, but, and I was like, you know, I never, ever wanted to go back there. Mega Man did that shit to me. Uh, when I was um, much younger, and but I still want to work it out because I do own it. I do own the fact that, and that's why I brought up just a name. I but, will give you a battle toad. <laughs> no, is a lot Fuck less stressful toads. than that game. <laughs> that fucking motorcycle, space motorcycle shit, and a Mega Man one for the NES. Oh, now you just hate me. Now you just fucking hate me. Fuck you, Phil. All right, you should oh. give him Double Dragon as well. That'll help. Uh, yeah, double double dragon will definitely keep that stress down. So I've got a double dragon here. <laughs> first Street Fighter. Oh, oh you know what Lord. else? Contra, Contra, definitely get some. Contra. Yeah, I beat. I actually beat Super Contra because that was the thing. I was young. My brain could see the patterns. I could jump through all the shit as long as I had a partner. Super Contra, I was good with. Uh, but given getting the feedback, and so Justin came out and said, you know, where, is there some thoughts, some actual thoughts, some feedback? I'll pass it along. But no, 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 I'll own it. I'll own that I'm a tank. I'll own that I feel – I get angry because I feel stupid playing it because I know I should be able to figure out this button does this. If I tie these together, there's this little combo. And in the heat of the battle, I, I feel like I turn into this – this joke that we all, you know, we make about me at times, like, duh, smash, duh, and then I lose. And I'm like, I don't like feeling that way. And and thanks to some of the tips that a bunch of you gave me on this post, other than being dicks and calling me out on shit, um, <laughs> I will give it another Fucking Spider-Man! <laughs> So good. Now look here. You want to be a tank? Is that all you want? You want to smash? No, I actually want to learn. I'm gonna send you a a a friend code for this game. Sign up for three months. We'll both get mounts. It's gonna be great. (laughs) It's called World of Warcraft. But you can't go month to month. You got to go right in for that three month period so we can both have fun with mounts. All right. Yep. You're saying you want to mount me? Is what you're saying? No, no, you know, yes. (laughs) It's a nice mount me hat you got there. Man. Okay. (laughs) So. And if it did pull a dick move, we'll talk about it in a second. Go ahead. Go on. So I'm trying to figure out, are you mad because the game isn't coming easy? Or are you mad because you're not enjoying the game? I mean, if the game isn't coming easily, that, okay. So, I mean, but is it because you, is it not coming easily? Cause you said you want to figure it out. You feel stupid because you don't figure, you're not figuring it out. 
So, I can usually, yeah, I can usually step into most games like, like Borderlands or, you know, shooters, uh, racers, fighters. I can, well, not fighters, that's like shooters, but like um, tank games. Okay, like God of War 3, literally. You just, you never have to dodge if you don't want to. You just fucking go in and smash. And I get that. I, li- I like it because, and that's, it's not challenging. I do like the mix of the Batman games. It's challenging because there's some smash aspects, there's some tank aspects, but there's also, you've got to hide. You've got to, you'll be smarter than what's going around their strategy. And then you do have to learn the ballet of the fight. Uh, and I've been okay with like in the Batman, there's a challenge to get to a million points in a certain brawl area, whatever. I won't ever do that because I don't have the patience. And I get that about myself. Uh, this game, it is so beautiful, but it's like, I went in, I mean, I think we we voiced a little bit this last week. It's like, okay, I learned about this bad guy and I punched him in the face and I did, I dodged and I moved. And I did that. Now there's a new bad guy. Even my brother-in-law came through and was watching me play. It's like, wow, is every encounter 20 people? Like, mm, pretty much. It's it's mm-hmm. six to eight people or more every single time you fight. Um, I don't know, Hammond. Honestly, I don't know the definitive answer to that. I Okay, not busting your balls. I feel you on some of the stuff you're saying because I have noticed the same things. You know what I mean? Uh, every fight is a horde fight. You're fighting, like you said, like, between six and 10 guys easily. Uh, A lot of the events are just waves and waves of more dudes. There are times where the game can be very frustrating, particularly when you're fighting like two brutes, like you're, you're tanking two brutes and trying not to get hit by them while somebody's shooting a rocket launcher at you and also a machine gun. So yeah, no, there, there are times where it's really obnoxious and to do some of the more powerful moves, you have to either like grab a piece of terrain or something and whip it around at somebody, mm-hmm. or you, you've got to set up for stuff. There are times where the game gets kind of frustrating. I'll, I'll give you that. Absolutely. Especially when you don't have any power-ups early on. So I feel you. Um, I just, I was kind of invigorated by that because I was <laughs> like, wow, this feels like yeah. it would feel like to be Spider-Man, which I loved. I loved the, you know, the play, the character fantasy of that is that it, a lot of times you play it like a superhero game and it's like, I don't feel like the superhero, you know, like, like right. you can play a Superman game and you're like, yeah, whatever. I don't feel like Superman. When I played Spawn, I felt like Spawn. Sure. I never played Spawn, but I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's it a yeah. bad game. It was a bad game. Yeah. Well, and there, there have been some stinkers over the years, right? So, but, but then there's it, the Batman where I felt like Batman, you know? Yeah. Dick and all. And the, the, the other thing about Spider-Man is the, the web slinging aspect of the game can be kind of janky. You can like, do that in Batman too. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, the moving through the city is so gorgeous. The sunsets and, mm-hmm. and that web, that web. <laughs> yeah. There, there's a lot to it. And I, I, I want to get more into the story. So I'm probably going to, I'm going to finish up all the, the collection stuff so I can at least have most of the tools. Well, last I, part I, of the bit. I will give you a Godzilla <laughs> for the NES Ooh. and a Star Wars Episode One racer for oh, the yeah, N64. That is a good yeah. trade. That is good a trade. Good. Top shelf I mean, trade. I'm a huge fan of Godzilla stuff, so that was kind of cool. But... Uh, One of my friends in college program for the uh, SNES, and he did the – 3D Empire and he did the 3D Jedi game. Oh, I have both of those. I have both of those. I enjoyed those was, games. His name is Ryan Ridges. He was one of the 3D programmers for it. Nice. He also, he also bought a brand new car uh, off a of Nolan Ryan fast pitch for the Game Boy. Okay. Oh, wow. And nice. he paid for med school by doing that part-time. 
He's the only person I know who came out of med school with no debt. Wow. That's, that's an amazing accomplishment. Yeah. Uh, Charles, I would say if you're going to keep playing, yeah. maybe, stop, maybe stop doing some of the side stuff and just try to plow through the story. Well, that's where I'm, I'm getting stuck for sure is, is that, that construction site with five. It's the first big mission you have after the, you do the thing with the kingpin. And for those of you who haven't played it, I'm not going to spoil anything because it's really, it's really cool opening. It's really cool. So well done. Great one-liners. Great introduction to Doc Ock and all this other stuff, uh, stuff going on. And, you know, now you're free in the world. And your very next mission is, oh, you need to go check out. Well, I mean, you got you get led to the towers and lock the, the radar to help the police department and so on and so forth. Uh, but then your, net, your first real big story mission is go check out this construction site that's owned by, by Fisk. And that's five fucking waves of people who escalate yeah. the weapons that they have coming out at you. And part of my, and this is a brain mindset. This is on me. But part of my problem at first was I didn't realize it's five waves. So I went in, start clearing bad guys and all of a sudden I'm getting swarmed. Okay. Put it down for all, come back to it. Second mistake I made was, Hey, this is like Batman. So if I disappear up above people, I'll get away and then come up with a strategy and take a few out, disappear, take a few out, you know, Nope. It's broad damn daylight, and they follow every move that you do. Um, you can you can't re stealth without a power to do it, but you can. Yeah, I don't have that yet. You can use you know the the rafters and stuff like that around to outmaneuver things. I have been doing uh, that some, yeah. So in that mission specifically, because I know the one you're talking about, yeah, uh, which unlocks a <laughs> which unlocks uh nodes like that all over the map where you do the exact same thing just with different loadouts um there's a section where you can go stand behind a wall and lure guys to you and fight only a few guys at a time so that's the other part of the game is like you have to pick your battlefield you know what i mean like you have to pick See, i didn't even know you could do that yeah no well yeah you can lure guys around and stuff yeah, and- go behind a wall just luring men friday night in atlanta and web them up <laughs> so one more i'll give you spider-man for spider-man <laughs> this one is a little bit easier um it's it's really not a movie that you've seen. Um, it's just a straight up Spider-Man movie. A uh, game. Sorry. It's. Uh, I'm done. <laughs> it's all right, Charles. We're just going to continue to mock you about it. Yeah, and that's why. And then you, when you jumped in, it made me laugh. Uh, when Frank jumped in, I was like, "What the fuck, Frank?" Uh, some of the people, you know, some of the people like weren't have like Scotty is like that's that does nothing. Um, and then other people were, were giving me some tips and and conversation was good and that was that was fine uh mark was funny but this one there's one in here uh i think you just have to accept that that people love you and feel comfortable enough with you to rag on you really hard when you admit that you (laughs) suck at something and and that's often uh it was thing i guess it's back to Fashland was a great line yeah that was Uh, an excellent reference uh but there's somebody jumped in like it's my my favorite game 100 in a week who fucking asked you asshole no, they said their son hundred percented it in a week. They didn't yet. I saw uh, that. that. That's no. interesting though, because that means it's short. Or no, I'm talking about this ends guy. Hundred percent completed in a week. I'm like, fuck you. That, yeah. Does that mean the game's really tiny? I uh, don't size know. really doesn't matter, uh, Hammond. So Except it's for Batman. It's really what you got on the batarang and how far you can throw it, man. <laughs> But you'll, no, it, you'll like guys. Okay, it, it's it's not a short game. 
There, okay. There's a couple. There's at least a couple dozen hours worth of gameplay if you try to 100. percent it. And so. I mean, if you're not doing anything for a week, you could probably 100 percent most. Have you done the Uncle Ben missions yet? Fuck you! I'm not doing Uncle Ben missions. Or the Aunt Jemima mission? No, I'll do that. Yeah. So, uh, is it true that uh, J. Joma Janison is just an angry podcaster? Yes, yes, yes. yes. it so, is absolutely true. It's hilarious too. Actually, it's, it's, he's, he's really good. He's basically Bill O'Reilly. Oh, and there's yeah. somebody setting him up, and he's like, "Shut up, we were here to hear me." Yeah, he'll get callers like, in, oh and they'll be like, they'll be like, "Yeah, I think Spider-Man is actually an all right guy." They'll be like, "And you're wrong," and we're yeah. gonna move on and talk about other things. Uh, Betty offered you a hug for it, so she did. She there's did. an out. So now it's between Phil and Betty who gets Spider-Man when I'm. I'm doing. the rock god of the Daily Bugle, and you're listening to me live. Oh, I would, I would stroke it here. That was like. <laughs> Uh, but Hammond, all right, all right. Hammond, you would you would enjoy you're gonna enjoy this. Brian Nibbett's last comment on this feed. Well, not the last, but the last dig at me. These people, people, there are really two things we can take away from this. One, play what you love. If you don't love a game, go find something else that you do like. like Thank you, Brian. Two, there's something wrong with you if you don't like the new Spider-Man game. Something <laughs> very wrong. Fuck you, Brian. Yeah. See, like I said, Brian, Brian is really nice. He will support you as he's kicking you in the nuts. Yeah. He will hold yeah. you up. As oh, you buddy, run. do you need an ice pack? Yeah. Exactly. Oh. Yeah. This is why Brian, this is hey, why Brian is who he is. He, here's $20 worth of quarters. They happen to be in a sock. <laughs> 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 um, well, all right, let's, let's wrap it up guys. Cause we're going over time right, here. This. Uh, reading, watching, playing, um, I'm just going to jet through mine really quick. I've been jamming on Netflix like we were talking about the last couple of weeks. Uh, Netflix has been great. Uh, I watched an anime called Dragon Pilot that was on the main page. It's a short. There's only 12 episodes. Uh, <laughs> Sean and I watched it together, and we were completely duped into watching it because the, the punch was that it's uh, you know Japanese girls who pilot dragons that turn into aircraft. And we were like, oh, this will be like, yeah, like, you know, like a, a shonen. You know, it'd just be like a bunch of fights or something. Nope, no fights. There, it was like the, the girliest of girly animes. However, it was cute as fuck. And it was, it was really endearing. And there it's are not enough hallucinogenics for to <laughs> watch a minute of that. Uh, that being said, uh, I did enjoy it. However, today I just watched Joe Rogan's new comedy special on Netflix, which was pretty hilarious. Uh, he, uh, he, he comments on, uh, some of the social trends of recent years and he's pretty funny. He takes some, uh, interesting positions. Uh, it, it's, he keeps hamming on the part where he's like, yeah, I, I'm a comedian. I say dumb shit to make you laugh. Like, don't, don't believe everything I say. If you do, you're stupid. Uh, pretty great though. Uh, Phil, how about you? What have you been watching? Oh, well, shit, it's Spooktober. So, you know, I've been watching all the spooky shows like uh, Halloween Wars on the Food Channel and like Great Halloween Baking Championships on the Food Channel. Uh, they've been going pretty great. Um, also, what? Uh, I kind of dive pretty deep on, on strictly watching horror and shitty horror-related things. Last night I watched a shitty movie that is only for cult members called Army of Darkness by some fucking hack director, the director apparently. <laughs> um, I am. Um, yeah. And I, I've actually been reading it. I'm trying to get it read before uh, the month is over. So uh, when this I, this is my daughter right now, she's listening to it on audible. 
I, I, I almost picked it up, but then I was like, you know, I buy all these goddamn books and then never read them. I always get them on Audible. <laughs> so I'm going to make an effort to buy a book. And how fucking thick is this? Are you kidding me? No. I, have a I, can use it, I can actually use it to sit on when I drive to see over the dashboard. Oh, my God. Wow. It is ridiculous. Uh, um, so just speaking of cooking on Netflix, there's a show called The Curious Creations of Christine McConnell. And it's all that it's this kind of pretty brunette woman who makes spooky food. Yep, done. Fuck this. Fuck, fuck, uh, you know, Daredevil 3. This is what I'm watching in October. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I will, also, I will also throw in a, a plug for me a little bit. Uh, there's a show on Netflix coming out next week on October 12th called The Haunting of Hill House. And it's by director Mike Flanagan, who uh, did oculus and in abstentia and a bunch of really cool things like that but i interviewed the guys who did the score for this uh just the other day and uh they're awesome and the show sounds great uh, reviewers are already loving it and nice watch it. nice very cool charles what have you been reading watching playing uh there's a standout special on netflix called daniel sloth's live shows and it's dark man i loved every second of it um because it's almost it, it's got this train wreck of a mix of I went to hear a motivational speaker and they just talked about their dead sister meets. I went to hear this comedian and he stepped on society for why are you getting offended for me? And it's amazing. It's funny and it's dark. And there's moments where you're like, Oh, that's really serious. And then he steps on that and he does something funny. And, and it, my style of of out of left field humor. I mean, I, I got all kind of humor that I enjoy, but that I just loved the punch in the face to people who it, just don't get it. It's kind of like TED Talks for uh, the sadistic. Yeah, that is a good way to put it. And at the same time, it's going fuck you. Why are you offended for me? This is yeah. my life. Yeah, no, uh, it's they're brilliant, and he's got a series of them, and they're all just brilliant they make you think about how the world works and how media works and how your brain works and how society works and then at the end you're just kind of you're sitting on the sofa trying to figure out what you just watched and you're you laugh through it at the same time mm-hmm. yeah. um and then i was tricked by who's the boss tony danza and an awkward nerd of the week uh that singer dude i can't think of his name post malone Grove. <laughs> Post would be better in this. But I watched about half of the first episode of The Good Cop. Horrible. I watched the whole show. I disagree completely. Josh Groban is a comedic nope. genius. I, I watched the entire show already. Really? I completely disagree with you. Really? That is I, I would not have you as a fan of that show. I think it's a good family friendly. Uh, uh, I thought they used every cop trope. Movie. Show. every yeah that's every the point shortcut, every stupid bit i just yeah it it's it's a riff on the the buddy cop with you know tony danza playing the corrupt ex-cop dad and josh groban playing the the perfect golden child uh clean cop yeah. it's it's great i didn't like it so now you get a pro and a con for it you got a pro and a con i hated it he loved it there you go i mean it's not the best thing i've ever watched but i really enjoyed it i had a good time watching it are there and any it, explosions I think I don't know. I didn't get that far. (laughs) There was almost wasn't that Batman episode. (laughs) (laughs) Hammond, how about you, buddy? So I've been watching uh, on Amazon Prime. I've been watching uh, Burn Notice while I work out, 
And uh, it's there's an Evil Dead connection there because of Sam Max being played by Bruce Campbell. Um, I forgot how much fun this show was. I watched it when it was coming out episode to episode, week to week. And watching it now kind of all at once like I am, I forgot how much fun it is and how good the characters are and how well it was written and how smart it was. I mean, it's A-Team in Miami with spies, but it's yeah. fun. And sure. I really enjoy working out to it. And, and you hate me. But on Netflix, when I'm, I'm, I'm just working in the office on stuff, I have the uh, rebooted Hawaii Five-0 playing in the background. Oh, come on, Hammond. And it is dumb. It's CSI in Hawaii with all the you know, Hawaii porn that you can want. Mm-hmm. But it's, uh, it's, it's a dumb procedural, and it's, it's fun to watch while you're working in the back with it going in the background. Also, I've been watching a whole lot of Forged in Fire. So, oh, so good. So good. Yeah. I don't know what it that one is. We'll kill. It's the great, it's the great British, British bake off with uh, kilns and uh, edged weapons. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So just take out cakes and put in swords. Swords. So you have to prove your swords? Uh, well, you know, it depends on what kind of yeah, forge. You get, you get, a good, get a good Get a good sponge. Get a good bake. And, you know, <laughs> leaky bottoms. <Yep. laughs> They're all welcome. But- Oh, uh, man, it's such get a good that show. Damascus custard going on. <laughs> well, wow, look at that reference. Well played, sir. Good job. Hammond, where can they find you on the interwebs? Uh, jhammondc.com. I'm jhammondc on Twitter. I do be on the playlist with jhammondc. It's an interview show about creativity. And I do soundography with Brian Ibbett. Uh, and that's a crash course in music one band at a time. And I will be behind the scenes producing America's Next Top Podcasting Idol, which starts in the immediate future. Nice. Philium. Uh, real quick, uh, Castlevania comes back out in a couple weeks. Yep. It's going to be great yeah. on Netflix. Um, but you can follow me on Twitter at Imaginary Nomad, where I've just been gushing because Tom York from Radiohead, Michael Stipe, from REM, they came together and they released a single just for me. Uh, they called it Phil Single. They knew I've been waiting many years, so I've been tweeting about that. Also, heads up, Kid A is now Adult A. Uh, Radiohead's new uh, album from 2000 just turned 18 years old. So if you feel old now, ugh. So just Radiohead bullshit is all I tweet about, and that's over <laughs> at imaginarynomad.com. Uh, well, I mean, they're the greatest band of all time. Come on, guys. Standing no, just me. Booth. All right. Stand, well. Standing outside a phone booth with a. God. That is not Radiohead. Moving on. Radiohead. Who's that? No. That's, Who is it? Uh, it's Post Malone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, isn't that something Radio Gods? I don't know. I only listen to Radiohead <laughs> and uh, REM. Paul, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter. At Soapbox GSTU. Uh, you can write to me through the show page, and I will be kicking it, playing more Spider Man and enjoying it. And just every time I kick the shit out of a brute, I'm going to think of how Charles can't. <laughs> and I'm just going to feel great. So, yeah, that's what you know, I'm. As long as I can make one life happier in this world, I've done my job. You know what, Charles? I've given you a lot of crap tonight, and I want to tell you something. 
I really appreciate the fact that you allow me to do that and you're as good a sport as you are about it. And uh, I, I, yes, uh, you, you took a lot of garbage tonight and I, I'm very, very glad that you are as good spirited about it as you are. I'm so disappointed. You didn't just say, you know, you've, you've been a really good sport and go fuck yourself. This is the last time I'm ever going to talk to you. <laughs> Eat a bad dick and see you later. Dude. I'm late for the bad dick joke. Yeah. Uh, so I actually was trying to be genuine and, uh, <laughs> We don't do that here. Gene, this is your fourth time here. You should know by now. Sean, uh, Sean the non-believer. And you're absolutely <laughs> right, Klotz. It's primitive radio gods is what it, what I was thinking. So yeah. That's what that shows why I don't give a shit. Oh, and by the way, Dream Theater is the greatest band ever. <laughs> you're missaying Radiohead. Sorry. It's Radiohead is spelled D-R-E-A-M-T-H-E-A-R-T-E-R. Okay. That's great. So you, yep. you can find all my shenanigans across social media. Rock out of podcasting. Uh, check out Instagram TV. I do a lot of cool stuff over there and have a lot of fun. And it goes and up on Facebook. on Facebook to give him crap about Spider-Man. There you go. You tell me on Facebook and you grab about Spider-Man. Uh, and check out EMS Underground. It's really getting some legs underneath it. If you like to know what it's like uh, being in the life of emergency medicine without all the bullshit TV drama, but the actual real life drama of it all uh check out every friday at 2 30 on georgia institute of ems on facebook do ems underground there and it's a lot of fun but until we meet again hammond chris wisdom can go fucking himself breaking the panel is the flagship podcast on the giant size team up network you can support the show at patreon.com slash breaking the panel and you'll find more of our amazing podcasts at giantsizeteamup.com